When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Different people who've come on here before content creators, they're very like, so secretive about how much money people oh, can Oh, I'll give make. you numbers. You want numbers? Yeah, I want numbers. Like how much can people make in this space? I mean, like, I, I, I became a multi, multi-millionaire off of it. I made millions of dollars off, off making my content. All right, we're back with Always Evolving and we have an iconic young influencer here today, Tony. Yes. We have Adam Wahid, who you've heard of. Oh yeah. For a while now. You've seen a lot of his stuff. Yes, I have. And he's a comedian. He's young, fresh. You've had so I'm not that young. I'm getting, I'm turning 29 in October. Well, you better stop. (laughs) That's one away from 30. How old are you, Tony? 28. 28. Oh, we're the same age. We're the same age. Yeah. I don't know if I'm young anymore, but I mean. But you've been, Explain to everyone kind of like you started doing this after being an assistant for five months, right? It was actually a year and a half. Yeah. A year and a half. I was an assistant. Um, and I was, I moved out here to act, right. And do comedy like everybody else moves out here for. And let, me, then, let me ask you on that. When you moved out here to do comedy and acting, was it much different than you had in your mind coming out here? Oh yeah. I thought I was going to make it right away. I thought I was like, cause I mean, I was like the funniest guy out of all my friends, you know? So I was like, ah, oh, this is easy. You know, you just show up and I never even acted before. I never did anything like on camera. And I was like, ah, oh, you just show up and be funny and, and that's it. And, and where are you I, from? Uh, New York. Okay. Yeah. So when I got here, uh, yeah, I didn't get anything for like a year and a half. <laughs> like I didn't get one audition for, for a year. Not even half. an audition. Not even an audition. I didn't even like, I, I would submit for stuff all the time. I didn't have like a manager or agent, but I would like submit on a LA casting and what's the other one? Um, Frontier casting. I was submitting. I had headshots that I took on an iPhone. Didn't, I didn't get anything for like a year and a half. And, and were the headshots, did you take a lot of time with these headshots? Because I'll walk around these coffee shops and some of them have headshots of actors, which I'm like, there's no <laughs> way that somebody's looking at that bulletin yeah. board and calling them. There's but- no way that person got booked for anything with that headshot. No, I, yeah. I mean, my headshot was, I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, I didn't think it was bad enough to the point where I wouldn't even get one audition. So you never got an audition? Mm-mm. No, I got one after like a year and a half, but I just went a year and a half. Like the first year and a half I was here, I, I went without getting an audition. And what was that first audition? It was, yeah, you know, it's crazy. I actually booked it. <laughs> it was the first audition I did. I booked it. It was the weirdest thing. I went in this room. It was for a Samsung commercial and they wanted a professional diver. So like on my uh, casting profile, I just check everything. 
professional diver, professional tennis, like everything, right? Just to give you more chances of booking something, <laughs> right. right? Just checked all the boxes. And I got this email and it was like, uh, must be a professional diver or professional diving experience um, for a Samsung commercial. And I was like, all right, cool, let's do it. I showed up and I was like, I'm not gonna book this anyway. So what does it fucking matter, you know? Uh, so I went in and it was so weird. I had to like take my shirt off. I had to go on the ground and like, they wanted me to do swimming motions on the ground, like on the carpet the carpet like I'm on my stomach going like this they wanted me to jump like five times and that was it and I was like that was so weird that was what they needed for that was it no lines nothing just I had to jump five times in the air and I had to swim on the ground um and then I got an email back and there I got a call back and they came back and did the same thing again uh in front of like 15 people and then uh, I booked it and then I was like shit when I show up to set I'm like fuck what if they make me dive I don't know how to dive <laughs> right yeah I didn't know how to do anything I, like I, I know how to swim but I don't know how to dive and then luckily there was no diving scene and the whole time I was like dreading <laughs> you're like, like googling moment. how to dive yo I was like I almost went to the pool like LA fitness pool and was like yo let me try some fucking dives like yeah and and, and I showed up and like yo I'm the only I was the only talent on set there's like 50 people on set like 50 people doing like this is my first time ever on camera on set and uh yeah it was it, it was crazy and, and it was like one that, segment of the commercial it was like one little part it was like you know like those samsung commercials they yeah. had like all these different scenes it was just my scene was one scene in a, in a pool and and they weren't suddenly calling you after that for fast and furious no. uh, part four no no i didn't get a call from from Vin from Vin anyone Vin did you think after you did that scene like oh I'm really going to make it now. I did that diving scene for Samsung. Uh, you know what? I actually, I hated it. I was just like, this is, this is not what I want to do. I wanted to like act. Act, right. You know, I didn't even say any lines in this. Um, nothing happened after that. I didn't even, I, I didn't get another audition until I started creating my own stuff. So. Wow. Yeah, that was and it. then how did you transition from being an assistant to being a content creator? So I wasn't getting anything and um, I was like, well, I see people making stuff on Instagram. Like I saw uh, King Batch and some of these other big, uh, you know, Viners who moved over to Instagram. This is right when Vine died. Um, and I was like, well, let me try that. Like, let me see if, let me see if I can make some videos since no one else is giving me an opportunity. So I would just, I Googled everything. I was like, how do you shoot videos? How do you edit? I would like download some of King Batch's videos and just watch it like a thousand times, pause it, see what kind of jokes he's doing, see what kind of ideas he's doing. And I had like 300 followers at the time. And it took me almost like four months to make this first video. And, uh, I, made it finally, like I, I would go, and I was working during this time. So I, my call, my job was on call. I had to like, if my boss called me, I had to leave, mm -hmm. right? So I'd get someone to film it and then I'd get a filmer. I couldn't get an actress. I get an actress, the filmer's not available. I'm not paying anybody. I'm, do, this, I'm, I'm asking for favors here. And uh, I post the video and it does 72 views. Mm. So like four months, imagine working on some four months, get 72 views. And I was like, all right, fuck this. I'm moving back home. Like this was my last option. Like this didn't work out. So I was like, all right, I'm going to save some money. Um, Cause I lived in New York. My mom was in New York. I was going to move back with my mom. And uh, I was like, I'm just going to save some of my money. I worked for the rest of the month and moved back. And um, while I was here, I was like, fuck it. I might as well post a couple more videos. Right. Why not? And the third one I posted it had a thousand views by nighttime. I posted in the morning, mm -hmm. thousand views at nighttime. So I have 300 followers. So it's like way more than my followers. So I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Went to sleep, woke up the next morning, 400,000 views. And I was like, what the fuck happened last night? Like Ludacris posted my video, world star, all these wow. uh, celebrities and big pages. So I just called my boss up and I was like, uh, I quit. 
that's it. I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing content full time now. And he's like, you're quitting because you had like one viral video. I'm like, yeah, I'm famous. <laughs> this is it for me. This is what I moved out here for. Um, and then I did it full time. I did it full time. I was creating, I got up to like almost half a million followers. Um, and I was still trying to figure out like, this is cool. I'm getting all these followers, but like, how the hell how do, do I do make it? money? Because yeah. <laughs> I, I, was, I was broke. I was making no money. And I saw um, a bunch of creators were doing these things called brand deals. This was like four years ago. It wasn't like as it is now. And um, I was so like, four years ago, you weren't making much money. No, nah, I mean, to be honest, I didn't really start making serious money till like about two years ago. Okay. Yeah, I was doing it for a while. Um, and it's tough, you know, like when you get in the creator space and the influencer space, like you have tons of people who have millions of followers, tens of millions of followers who don't even really make money. How, and I've asked different people who have come on here before content creators, they're very like, so secretive about how much money people. Oh, can I'll make. give you numbers. You want numbers? Yeah, I want numbers. Like, how much can people make in this space? I mean, like, I, I I became a multi multi millionaire off of it. I made millions of dollars off off making my content on, online. In the Actually, last two it's, years. It's, yeah, it's even to the point where, like, I mean, I hate to say it, but like, even like when I get a traditional project and I have to go shoot for, you know two, three months and they, and I'm not an A-list actor, right? They're probably going to give me maybe 200 K if I'm lucky for mm. two, three months. I mean, I'm making that in a week. So I'm losing money if I do this project, you get what I'm saying? So it really comes down to like, are you really passionate about acting? Because now the money is like, I'm, I'm losing money to go do this project. If I sit here for one week, I can make that just on my own content and I own the content. It's all coming on my page. I'm getting all the views. I'm getting all the recognition rather than going and working for somebody else. And you can act the way you want to act, do the do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So, so you're saying in the last few years and, and it was a kind of, there was a tipping point. Like what was the tipping point at which you suddenly, you know, your stock went way up? Uh, you know what? I think, Oh, uh, I think it was really when I started to do a couple brand deals. Um, and the way the way I create my branded content is through, when I get a brand deal, I'm not gonna take a, a phone and be like, hey, go buy this phone mm -hmm. because it's gonna do horrible numbers. Your fans don't like it. It's just, it's just a bad experience for the brand, for everybody. So when I create my content, I make it so organic. So the way I think about it, like for example, if I do a video for T-Mobile, right? I'm gonna think, okay, what's the funniest idea about a phone? What's just the funniest idea mm -hmm. about a phone? What's the most relatable thing about a phone, right? And I'll come up with that idea and then I'll insert T-Mobile into that video rather than I need to come up with something with T-Mobile. What can I do? You get what I'm saying? Right. So then therefore when I post it, not only does it match my engagement on my other videos because it's so shareable. People are like, yo, this is hilarious and I'm going to share it whether it's a brand deal or not. So a lot of times people don't even know it's a brand deal. I get comments like people are like, yo, T-Mobile should pay this guy. I'm like, it says paid partnership <laughs> on top of the thing. So a lot of people don't even notice. And, and I've mastered that and, um, and I've mastered that formula. So as I started to do it, you know, my name got around, uh, around all these five, fortune 500 companies and I've done pretty much every and any, uh, you know, fortune 500 company branded content. And I'm in tons of years deals and long-term partnerships. So I've really mastered that lane and, you know, kind of word got around with that. And I was able to just do, I mean, now I'm doing six, seven branded content deals a month. A lot of people don't even notice. Cause like I said, I keep it so organic on my page. So if somebody's new and they're wanting to go to, it almost seems like you landed on this as a career. It wasn't your vision, right? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, when I moved here, my goal is like, I just want to make as many people, I want to make people laugh. I want to mm -hmm. make as many people in the world laugh. Right. And in my eyes, 
at the time that was like, you want to make people laugh. You got to do stand up comedy. You got to act in movies, right? Like a Jonah Hill or one of those guys. That's what I thought. Right. But that's not what I moved here for. I wasn't moving here to be one of those guys. I was moving here because I wanted to make people laugh. That's what I was putting out there. You get what I'm saying? So when this fell in my lap, it's, just, it's actually what I asked for. You know, I'm able to reach more people right. doing what I do. And um, like I said, it comes down to. But it's, it seems like it's timing, right? Because if somebody's just joining Instagram now and they're trying to get a video that goes viral, it's pretty difficult, right? Oh, it's very hard. But I mean, you know, it depends. It's a, it's much easier nowadays to become a creator. You can go, you, there's people on TikTok who, you know, have like, can start an account tomorrow and get a viral video in one day. Mm-hmm. You know, the way the algorithm works, it's much easier to go viral now versus back then, you know, if people weren't sharing your stuff or someone with a big page didn't share your content, it, the algorithm is not really going to treat you right to get up there, especially if you have 300 followers. So nowadays it's actually much easier in my opinion. There's more platforms, there's more opportunity. Back when I started, it was really just Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. So you think there's a lot more money to be made in the content creating acting space than there is in the acting world? I think, um, it depends. I mean, it depends. Well, I mean, yeah, there's you have a listers, right? Sure. Like the but rock, but Kevin a, but Hart. By the right? way, there's a lister content creators. Right? Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. I, I mean, I think there is, I mean, it's I'm almost not, easier to make it yeah. in the social media space as talent than it is to make it in Hollywood because Hollywood, there's so many politics deals like you're basically having to audition all the time whereas now if you're quote auditioning on your page at least you're putting content out exactly whereas like you could be doing amazing work but no one knows about your work unless you're actually booked on something whereas with social media everyone can see it yeah and you don't even really need headshots because Mm -hmm. they can just go to your page and check out what you can do Yeah, yeah that's what i'm saying it's like that whole thing is changed yeah, right i think we're at the breaking point in hollywood where it's meeting you know the internet and traditional and it's everyone's kind of trying to figure out what to do and how to do it but yeah i think in terms of like monetary yeah i think you could make way more online i think i think you have uh just more opportunities you have more 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 avenues you know like if you have of course branded content right that's one bucket right mm-hmm. then the next one would be monetization where you directly you know monetize from the platform so you get paid from youtube you get paid from facebook from instagram from tiktok right and then your third bucket if you make a product that product can go sell for a billion dollars you've just now surpassed anybody who's you know an actor so you have that opportunity if you come out if you if you garner a huge audience and you're able to transfer them over to buying a product and now there's a certain amount of users or customers on that product that you've created and you sell that product, I mean, we're talking billions of dollars, right? Depending on what the product is. I got to ask, since we touched up on, you touched up on algorithm, what's like some advice that you would give to someone about the algorithm, like on Instagram, like of how it became so closed off to where you can't go viral on Instagram? You can just, a lot of people don't realize how the algorithm works. So Mm. they'll post when they want to post and they think, oh, why is my stuff not reaching a certain amount of people? So for Instagram, in order for something, in order for you to get a higher algorithmic score, you have to use all services of the platform. And what I mean by that is you got to post pictures, videos, go live, stories, IGTV, in-feed video. What is that? Six, seven, right? Yeah. Oh, reels. You have to reels. do all that for Reels. To- That's seven, right? Mm. So if you're not posting all seven services, 
each week, which is seven days of the week, your algorithmic score is not going to be where it's at. So my algorithmic score and my engagement is so great because I follow those. You hit every so a lot of people will be like, I just want to post pictures or I just want to post videos. And even if you post those consistently, if you're not using all services, then, then you're limiting your engagement That's as good. well as, you know, there's a very few amount of people that even do that. Most people are just like, Oh, I want to post, you know, every three days, every four days, you know, and they post when they want to post, but it doesn't work like that. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. I found, and I'd love your advice. I find that if, when I post about what I do for a career, what I've done for like almost 20 years in regards to like the self-help space, right? Which I get so frustrated by all these uh, coaches where they'll just repost a quote and everyone's like, that's amazing. Or like they'll grab their belly fat and everyone's like, oh my God, you're so brave. You're so brave. And to me, I'm like, and then people live for it, right? And then I could go create some content that I put a lot of time and effort in that I think is like really cool. And quite frankly, people don't care. I do something else that takes me five seconds and it takes off. And I've had a very hard time transitioning, you know, like even to how to get an audience that I want when after a while you're just kind of like, no one cares. No one's really digging it. Right. Man it is the most frustrating thing. I'll work on a video for like, two weeks and it flops. And then I, like you said, I'll do something that I just come up with that I could do outside of here. Five seconds, millions of views. It's, it's, it's horrible. But at the same time, I mean, you just got to play the game. Like for example, like someone puts one of those quotes up, right? It's quick, digestible, shareable content, right? It doesn't make somebody think too much. People are scrolling. Most of the time people are like probably in line somewhere or at work. Like no one really is going to sit there and watch something. So a lot of times that that quick shareable content does the best. And that's why, you know, a, a lot of times with my videos, like I want to draw out moments. I want to like be cinematic, but I know that if I don't do something crazy in the first three seconds, mm. you're going to swipe and you're going to leave. So I have to shorten everything and I have to make everything quicker pops. And that's why, and that's why your content is so quick because you'll do a new scene every 15 to 20 seconds, exactly. but then you try to make it long enough so that it's also, I don't know, can get monetized or whatever. Yeah, 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 of course. So you'll do bloopers, you'll throw in all these different things. Yeah. But but really, what you're putting out that takes 15 seconds may have taken two hours to shoot. Yeah, and, and, and it's literally like a new format of comedy, right? Anywhere else you see comedy on TV, film, wherever, it's completely different. So we've almost like created this own lane of comedy. So what you see on my page is like, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool, but that's just like maybe 10, 15% of my comedy. I just have to post that type of content because that content is successful. So if I want to do other forms of comedy, which I love, right, I have to take it elsewhere because it just won't perform as well on, on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. And well, where say, do you say elsewhere? Where is it elsewhere? Wh- whether it's TV, whether it's uh, film. I mean, I've worked on some other long-term projects and scripts. I mean, I just did a short film not too long ago, but like that would never live online because it just wouldn't perform well online. Right. You know? And I don't want to say I'm doing everything for engagement, right? Because at the end of the day, you got to make what makes you happy, right? But I think it's just being aware of the format you're in, right? So if you're on TV, you're not going to make a movie, right? If you're right, it's different movie. than podcasts where people don't want ten minute podcasts, yeah, or five minute podcasts, yeah, exactly. They want to be able to sit in their car, their walk, or you know, do whatever yeah. and and get longer term conversation. And I I just I find it interesting though that like. You figured out, I mean, and we never thought about that, Tony, like doing all seven yeah. 
styles. It's a lot. I always say to Tony, whenever he wants me to like, I'll be on Dr. Phil. I'm on Dr. Phil quite a bit. And like, I'll have a clip. I think it's a great, like it's a moment yeah. I've practiced. I've turned it out like, mm -hmm. and I'm having a breakthrough, right? I'm, it's a breakthrough moment. But then whenever I put an IGTV up, it's like, the thing is, it's not so much about the disappointments, not because uh, it's like, oh, I want more people to like me. It's more like I want to reach more people that I want to reach. Yeah. And I'm, it's my art. It's what I do. But whenever we put up an IGTV, I mean, no one. Oh, well, here's OK. Here's the other discouraging thing. So when you tell somebody that at first, right, because I mean, I have tons of friends. People always ask me, right, like, what, what do you do? Right. Yeah. First off, they don't want to do the seven services, right? Which I get. It's a lot. It's a full-time job. It's not like something Literally. you do on the side, right? right. It's a full-time job to post seven. And that's just Instagram, right? After you do that, in order to really see results, it's going to take like six, seven weeks. So you'll be posting some of these surfaces, uh -huh. like IGTV, whatever, and they're going to do trash numbers. And that's going to discourage the person even more. I'm like, hey, fuck yeah, this. Yeah, it does. I'm not going to post this. This gets a thousand views. I could post a, 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 a picture and it's going to do way better. I'll just post pictures. But that's the psychology of what people think. And then they they step away. Or somebody will do it for five weeks and they'll be like, ah, nothing is really, it's 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 all the same shit, like whatever, whatever. You Got know, it. Not do it. But if you stay consistent throughout, and let's say you did it for 10 weeks, you will see a change yeah. in engagement. Really? But at the same time, too, there's it's so intricate. There's so many factors. You also have to have good content. You can't just mm -hmm. post the shit and just expect, you know, I'm doing all seven. You have to have good content for all seven pieces, right? So yeah. Yeah. It's tough, man. It's tough. Yeah, I've always thought it was, I kind of have looked at some people's stuff at times where they'll like, they'll post a photo with a celebrity, but they're not even friends with them, <laughs> but they like make sure they get the selfie with them oh, just yeah. because they got, and I'm always just like, <laughs> like But think what? about how cool that is for their friends back home. They're like, oh, I don't that's think it's true. for their friends back home. I think it's like the Chris optic, Brass? it's the optic that somehow they've like. Because people say if you post with celebrities, you get a better engagement. No, that's not true. That's but, not. but I think I think yeah, I think most of the people are just doing it to you know flex. Well, flex look yeah. cool. If someone posted with Britney Spears right now, their shit would go off. I know. We Facts. should try to get that picture. We should try to get that picture <laughs> and thumbnail it for this for this <laughs> podcast. And it has nothing to do with Britney Spears. It has nothing to do with it. Right? That's what we that's should do. You, that's clickbait. Now we're talking. That, the, that's clickbait. We're talking. To, yeah, that's it. We're, that's we're talking thing. about clickbait Britney Spears. Clickbait is a whole other thing. We're getting views now. Do you do, <laughs> do, you do clickbait? Do you do clickbait or do you use uh, specific titles that's going to make people click? Yeah, for sure. Captions and, and as well thumbnails, right? I mean, yeah, I, I do all that. That's like, that's And that, you, create, that's like you do one. that all yourself or you have a team that does it? I used to do it all myself. Now I have a team. Yeah, I have a team of editors and I have a studio like not too far from here where I have a bunch of guys who help me film. I have DPs, PAs, and nice. it's kind of like a whole operation. But I used to do all the shit on my phone by myself in my bedroom that I shared with somebody else in like a two bedroom. And, and it's been how many years you've been doing this? Five now. Or Five. I, I mean, I want to say successfully, maybe three or yeah. Because I, I will say one thing about you and I admire this about you is that you literally like you fucking... You go above and beyond with your projects. Like you invest Thank in you, your yeah. videos. Like you'll have an elephant or you'll have a bulldozer. Like you'll like go all out. I think there was one yeah. where you like every, every other scene you would bring something out that's going to yeah, elevate yeah, it no even more. Yeah, no standards. Yeah, exactly. You know what's crazy? I filmed, so I, you probably didn't see it, but I've, 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 when I was making no money doing this, mm. I had an idea and you know the series, but uh, I had an idea where I wanted to get a giraffe in my video, like a real giraffe. All I needed was a shot of me turning the corner of the giraffe, right? And- this was like, I was making no money at this time whatsoever. You know, I was borrowing, uh, my sister was paying my rent like 600 bucks a month. Damn. Right. 
And where, uh, where are you getting 600 bucks a month rent in LA? Oh, I was in a two bedroom with four people in North Hollywood. <laughs> Wait, so you shared a room? Yeah. With your sister or a No, 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 no. I shared a room with, uh, I it was in a two bedroom with four people total. So I had a room with the curtain in between with another guy on the other side. Sounds like I mean, a sober living house I was in in right. Minnesota. <laughs> oh yeah? We had like Maybe. four to, we had like four to a room. Smelled so bad. Yeah, it was, it was oh. bad. I mean, everybody in the house was creatives, you know, trying to. Yeah, you know, yeah, trying to make it. Mm-hmm. And you so, need a giraffe. Oh, yeah. So so I I was on Google and I was like, ah, where do you get a giraffe from? Right? I don't know where the fuck you would find it. I didn't know anybody. So I just Googled it. And like I was just scrolling and like on the 10th page of Google, I found this guy who had a giraffe. Um, he did like movies in Hollywood. So I call him up. I'm like, hey, man, I'm doing this student project. Like, I, what, can I, is there any way I could use a giraffe? Student I'm filming project. on a phone, yeah. like an iPhone 5. Like, just need to turn the corner. And he's like, I would charge like minimum $10,000 for that. And I'm like- Dude, I don't even have like, I don't even know, no, no fucking shot. And I begged him. I was like, please, like this would like make my, my project epic. And I'd pass my class. I'm just making this whole thing up. Cause like, he didn't even know what Instagram was. This guy was like a country. He was in Medford, Oregon. Okay. I don't know if you guys have been there. Wait, so he had a giraffe in Oregon. Yeah. And you were in LA. In LA. And uh, he's like, if you come to me. How is he allowed a giraffe? I don't know. I'm not going to give his information, guys, but uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. No, he has a whole zoo. He has a whole zoo. It's actually really dope what he does. He has like a bunch of elephants, every animal you can imagine. And he just takes care of it all. I got to imagine if you have all that, your romantic life is just terrible. Ah, yeah. he, has, he has a wife. And he has a wife. Family. There you yeah. go. My yeah, God. it's possible. They, but she loves it Look too. They, they all feed the animals together. It's like a big, like, you know, they, it's a big family. Uh. It's like an animal kingdom. Yeah, sounds, <laughs> I'll take you. I'll take you. Sounds fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you, you. Okay, so, so I hit him up and I'm like, yo, like, uh, what, what's the best you could do for him? He's like, if you come to me, I'll give it to you for 3K. And. And that's the best I could do. Mm. So I like begged my sister for like two months. I'm like, please, can you give me $3,000? I'll pay you back. And she's no like, no, way. you fucking idiot. No chance I'm giving you $3,000. Like I'm already paying your rent. Like no way. Um, and I just kept begging her. My birthday came up and I was like, if you just give it to me for my birthday, I'll pay you back. And she's like, all right, fuck it. I'll give you the money. You better pay me back or I'll kill you. And um, I was like, all right, cool. So then I booked a flight there, landed that day, left that day. Right. Mm. I flew in. It costs like 500 bucks to fly there because it's Medford, Oregon. It's a small airport from LA. It's like only like, I think. Yeah, they'll get you. Not, yeah. yeah, they got me. Um, so I, I landed and uh, I was like, I hope this guy, this guy doesn't even know I'm brown. Like, I hope he's not racist or it's just like a country town in the middle Is of nowhere. Is Egyptian considered brown? Yeah, I'm pretty brown. I mean, mocha, at least. I would, I would go for more of a like. Toasty glaze. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, I'm toast glaze. He's toasty I'll take, glaze. I'll take that, yeah. If he was a or donut. Or cappuccino. If he was a, what are those donuts that they taste, oh, the crumb cakes. Krispy Kreme. Crumbs. Oh, crumb cake? Yeah, you're a little crummy. Yeah, I'm like a it's crumb a cake crummy. guy. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm a you, crumb cake. Okay, adjusted. so we were worried, we were worried that he could be a racist. Yeah, or, or you know, I don't know, I never met the guy, you know, yeah. right? And he, on the phone, he just sounded like super country, <laughs> country. right? And I'm just like... Ah, uh, well, and it, look, like you hear my voice, like you don't know what I am. I'm like, price. I sound like a white guy. Uh, so I show up, this guy's like full on, like American bandana, long hair, like handlebar mustache. I'm like, fuck. Uh, so, and he's picking me up from the airport. He's, he's oh picking me up in a pickup truck. Yeah. This was like before I had an Uber account. I didn't even have any money anyways, but I get in nicest guy in the world. 
So nice. He's like, I still, he still texts me every once in a while. He's such a nice guy. I go, he's never even like, I don't even think he's held a cell phone before. He gets the shot of me turning the corner of the giraffe, whatever. I come back, I edit the video, I post it the next day, 7 million views. Wow. 7 million views. But That's I made bad. no money off of it at all. But it was dope. Got 7 million views. So one of my boys at the time, he was, uh, he was part of the beta program on Facebook. So he was okay. monetizing on Facebook. This was before it was open to the public. Right? Mm. They, they had like few big creators they pick and right. they allowed them to beta test monetizing in-stream ads. He's like, yo, bro, let, like that video went super viral. Like, let me uh, post that video and whatever it makes, I'll give you half. I'm like, fuck yeah, go ahead. He posts it, 50 million views. It makes $38,000. Wow. He cuts me a PayPal for 18K. Oh my God. From like literally... I just spent my last wow. money on a flight. So I call my sister back. I give her $4,000 and I'm like, keep the change. Like I just get, yeah, gave her the money man. back. She's like, how the fuck? Like what? How did you get the money? Whatever, whatever. And then after that, um, the next week I got a DM from T-Mobile, did a brand deal for 20K, did another brand deal for 20K from them. After that, did Old Spice, Adidas, Lyft, Mountain Dew, Pepsi, Little Caesars, Doritos, just literally snowball effect. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. So that was, that was almost what jumped everything off for me, to be honest. So what's the challenge for you today? Or are there none because you're so happy because you're just I'm very raining. happy, but I was also very happy back then too. Right. But um, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess you get different problems when you get to a different level in life, right? Um, yeah, I mean, my goal still is just to make as many people in the world laugh. That's that's my goal. Biggest comedic actor, writer, director ever. That's nice. what you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. And using using social media to do it. I mean, you reach the most people. I mean, last year, I got I brought in two point two billion views just on my channels. Is, is there? But is there some degree of it that, like, I imagine there you you don't struggle with like having to obsess about it every day? Like, oh yeah, you do. But it, it almost like turns into an autopilot thing. You hire people, you know, you bring people on, you build a team, you scale it. But yeah, I mean, no, nah, I mean, this is my life every day. This is all I talk about. All I do. Are you dating? Uh, I, I, yeah, I'm talking to, talking to girls here and there, but it's tough. It's tough. It's like, so I'm so work driven, work focused. I definitely do not have enough balance in terms of like, I'm, I'm, I'm like probably 80, 80, 90% work. And then yeah. What's, it sounds like that's much more important than, than a relationship. I mean, it is important, but. I don't know. I'm just like in this lane right now where I just want more and more. And it's almost like you set certain goals whether it's numbers or whatever accolades and then you reach them and you're like, Oh, well, this is not that great. And I, I want this, I want this. And it's yeah. like, when does it end? Right. So I'm kind of in that stage of my life right now, trying to like, I'm done putting numbers of what I want because every time I exceed that number, I'm just like, Oh, I want the next number. When did you know your worth? Like, when did you realize like my worth is this? Well, what do you mean by that? Like, like as far as like when it came to brands hitting you up and whatnot, like when did you know, like, oh. all right, this is my worth versus like. Yeah. I mean, at first I was like, just thankful to get any amount of money to post something for somebody. Uh, but then as I started to, you know, just see how the industry works, what people are getting paid off certain things, matching my engagement compared to, you know, someone else who's getting paid X amount. I'm like, oh, well, if, I mean, if I'm pulling in this many viewers for you, like I want X amount of dollars, mm. you know? And that rate continues to go up, right? As your following goes up, as your engagement goes up, I'm not going to charge what I charged when I had, you know, a million followers to now when I have, you know, 15, 19, whatever million followers. Huh? So there's no, so as you've gotten more successful and had a team, there's not been any challenges. You're just 
really excited and oh no there's been a lot of challenges yeah i mean this is like the most stressful job you have to come up with ideas every day like i mean if you look at like a traditional actor right they'll put out three movies a year and they'll be great movies and you know you only have to play three times a year i have to post every single day and i have to be funny every single day so just organically you know stuff gets watered down I, every video can't be the funniest video you know what i'm saying right but people judge you off of it as if it is mm -hmm. so if it was up to me I would post two videos a week and I would be happy because I make those the two best videos. Mm. And I know that those two videos would be heat, but I can't. So people don't get sick of seeing your content every day. A lot of people, when I see them posting every day, I'm like, I mute them. Ah, oh, damn. I'm like, God, that too is much. A, yeah, like, that is a, like that, give me some breathing room. Yeah. I think, uh, well, I mean, also you get such a new influx of followers every single day. And a lot of people don't always see your posts. Yeah, you're right. Day. Yeah. Yeah. It could so, be I mean, really yeah, you're going to have a few, few people that are get, get upset, but I mean, for the most part, people get more upset when you don't post. I yeah. I've noticed on Instagram, whenever you get uh, new followers, I think, or you follow someone new, you always see their post right away. Like if I yeah. follow you, suddenly I'm going to see your content right away. And then it, I guess it tries to figure out whether or not I want to keep seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, you know. for sure. But yeah, it does. It It is like, I, I could see people getting annoyed posting every day, but that's why you have to keep them entertained and post something. So the challenge day. is trying to be funny every day. Yeah. Every video to be funny. Yeah. It's, it's tough. You know, and some people like, like, like we were talking about, I'll post videos. I'm like, I fucking hate this video. And people are like, yo, that video did was my favorite video. I'm like, what? I hated that video. <laughs> so you never know. Some people, there's just so many different people in the world. So many people find different things funny. And have now. you gone through a period of time where you're just like, God, I'm not creating anything funny. Oh yeah, absolutely. I've gone through, I've gone through like creative blocks and writer's block and still posted. <laughs> so like I'm sitting here like, ah, oh, none of this stuff is funny, but I got to keep posting for the algorithm. Um, yeah, it, 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 it happens a lot. I go so what do you do? Like what, what is a, like, what, what's a solution to be able to create when you're not feeling creative? Uh, I mean, it's kind of just like, you know, you put your head down and you just do it. You know, I mean, I've been doing it for, so. I mean, ever since I started posting, I mean, I've missed days. Don't get me wrong. Like, I is there days. certain types of content you look at that, that re-inspire you? Or uh, like, I, I like you watching sit in the people. backyard and stare at the No, moon? no, I go I mean, out. I go out and watch people. Got it. Yeah. I like, I mean, it's, it's tougher now because it's, I mean, like I'll go, I used to go to the Grove. I used to go to like outdoor malls and watch people. But now as like, obviously popularity grows, I go, people like recognize me and stop me. I'm like, shit, I just came here to watch people <laughs> come up with ideas. And then it turns into like a meet and greet. And I'm like, shit, you just got to be more low key when you go out. The masks help now. You, know, you put a mask on, put a hoodie on and glasses. No Better. one really you, knows. You've done, a, you've done an old man disguise. You can always yeah, do that Yeah, yeah. I got to put on a disguise to go. Yeah, but I just watch people. Like, if you watch somebody for like five minutes, just like people walking around, yeah, funny right. shit happens all the time. Yeah. You see awkward moments happen between couples. You see just funny shit happens. Yeah, you, you see the person that does not yeah. care what people think. Yeah. You get the person that wears a certain style and you're like, how did she grow up? <laughs> like, how yeah. did someone become- Who raised her? Who raised her to be like so- yeah. Like uncaring, like I, you almost admire it. But the, the 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 funny thing is, like each one of those people are in their own world. I'm just sitting here watching. It's like watching a movie almost, mm. you know. Like no one's noticing what anyone else is doing. So you just sit on a bench and watch. And and then I write it down in my notes. And then I'll go back and I'll develop out the idea. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Like whenever I'm writing a book, I always travel to an, another country where they don't speak English, and it like forces you to be in these like uncomfortable positions. And I find that it's really inspiring. 
Damn. And you got to stay relatable. Like for me, like, you know, obviously you make a certain amount of money. You can't just start posting like, oh, I drive a Lamborghini and Jay. like the people followed you because mm. you're relatable. So like, yeah, you're going to be a, around a different class of people and, and people who are successful as well. Right. But you can't forget you're, you're catering to a majority of the world. Right. So you have to come back and be a normal, normal person. Like, what are some don'ts in terms of like some big don'ts that you see people do on social media that you're like, Ooh, don't do that. Uh, sometimes people get too personal on social media. You know, like you don't, you don't have to let everybody know every aspect of your life. Some mm -hmm. people, I mean, and I get it for some people, I guess it's venting or it's just getting it out there. I mean, for me, I, I look at my page more so business. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in my personal life that, you know, people who follow me will never know. And that, and I would prefer so that. So what are examples? Like if getting too personal, what's the line? Uh, I mean, it depends. Like for example, relationships, mm. like, yeah, at a certain point, if you're dating a girl for a, 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 or whoever you're dating for a certain amount of time, yeah, you will post about them and they'll become part of your page. Right. But if I've talked to a girl for two weeks, I don't have to post about her and tell people about her until I know it's serious. But some people just post everything at once. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you have to, you have to take in consideration, like, Let's say I posted I had a girlfriend for a week. We broke up a month later. Then I had another girlfriend and we broke up two months later. Now I've built this stigma on my page. Oh, this guy can't keep a girlfriend. Oh, this guy breaks up. You know what I'm saying? Now yeah. all these people are involved when it's like, yo, I'm just dating. Like, you know, that's how what, it goes. What else is personal? What else is personal? For, for me or just in general? In like general. Like they used to, like, because it's like, what are the do's and don'ts? By the way, I nothing's black and white. But yeah. there is like, hey, the don'ts are more like, be careful, Right. So don'ts, I imagine, would be pushing your religious beliefs on people. Yeah. Um, pushing your uh, point of view politically to an extreme. Like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like, all, this those is your things, lane. all those things. It's, it's like, if you know, you just can never get too, too personal on a subject. You got to take into consideration other people believe in other things. And you can't just be so, you don't ever want to go on and convince your audience that this is the right way. This is what I want you to do. And if you don't want it, don't follow me. Like a lot of people put that message out, mm. not that verbatim, but that idea. And it turns people off and people get upset. And then that's how you get, you know, hate messages and people don't want to, you know, it, it's a very thin line to stay politically correct online. It's gotcha. tough, you know? I mean, don't get me wrong, voice your opinions, but just take into consideration that, you know, well, there's people that are passionate. We have the magical wizard hat. So I want you to pull a few questions. Oh, I got to put this on? Oh, okay, cool. No, 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 no. You pull questions out of it. You don't actually wear it. Question I'm you or no, yourself. No, you keep the hat. Yeah, yeah. These questions are for you. All right. It's a long question. It's like a fortune cookie. <laughs> you guys could have cut this. magical you guys, fortune You guys could have cut this a while ago. Who cut these? No, don't get me started on the pre-production of it's the a team. lot of paper being wasted on these shows, no guys. Kidding. And I've also thought like the paper that's used for that, I'm like, what, you just print out a piece of paper and cut it? Couldn't you make it like something a little glossy yeah, guys, and look nice? Guys, I don't even know if I want to read this. I don't blame you. I'm Trust me. This, I'm taking this as disrespect, <laughs> but I'll read it. I'll read it. Uh, okay. What would you change about yourself if you could wave a magic wand? That's a tough question. Um, what would I change about myself? I, I hate to say it. I don't think I would change anything about myself. I mean, I love myself. Um, not even an inch taller. Or oh, okay. Like anything, uh, even physical. Yeah. I mean, I guess, uh, no, um, <laughs> I mean, could I change something and then change it back later? I mean, I would love to be like seven foot three for, for, like for a week, maybe two, three months. And okay. Then come back. 
Um, besides that, I mean, yeah, I don't want to give like the freaking corny answer of, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason and I'm perfect how I am. But yeah, I mean, I'm pretty happy with myself. Nice. Okay, you wouldn't change a damn thing. Next question. <laughs> wouldn't change anything. Okay. The response was longer than the fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, whatever. Next question. There's lint in here. Going, there's dead. Dorito crumbs in here. I felt a paper yeah, clip. There are. All right. What are the three most important things you'd like people to say about you at your funeral? He say was it funny. louder, a little louder. Let's because we can't hear. We're at your funeral. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. This is open casket. Uh, what are the three most important things you'd like people to say about you at your funeral? Um, that I was funny. That um, I have great engagement on my Instagram. No, um, <laughs> uh, ah, damn. Um, well, first off, I think I want to get frozen when I pass away. I'm just going to throw that out there. So, you know, you could do that, right? You can get frozen. You can freeze. You can cut your head off, get it frozen. And then if technology comes back, you can come back. But that's probably what I'd do. So, uh, but what would I have them say? Uh, that I'm funny, um, that I was a good person. Um, and what else? What do I want someone to say at my funeral? That I inspire people. I want to inspire people. I want to make people laugh. I was funny. I inspired people. I'm talking in the past tense. Like I already passed away, but I inspired people. <laughs> I was funny. And, uh, I was just an overall good person, you know, inside and out. One more question. And I want people to know that I had a chance to change something about myself and I didn't change anything. Mm. That's a call back to the first question. Yep. And the uh, triple X, the, the third question and final question with the lint. Hopefully there's no crumbs in okay. there. Okay. All right. The final. Uh, what is the biggest challenge you feel you've overcome in your life? God, these questions are deep. Um, the biggest challenge? I would say... Um, when I moved out here, when, when you move anywhere, right? Well, one of the hardest things is to just go to the middle of no, a place you've never been. You don't have any friends, any mm. family, and just starting a life. Literally, you have to make friends. You have to make money. You have to start a career. It's, it's easy when you're with your family and your place you grew up and there's tons of people. I think one of the hardest things I've overcome in life was I, I came to LA and I've never been here before. Never even visited nothing. I just moved here, found some people online, moved in with them, and just went for it. Mm -hmm. And there was tons of times where I doubted myself. I literally cried in my room so many times. I had anxiety in my room. It, it's it's not like a career where you want to be a doctor. Okay, you go to school, you do this, you do this, and you get this outcome. You're just going in the fire. You're just winging it. And and the uncertainty and the and doubting yourself is the scariest thing in the world because you're working for something that's not guaranteed and that you have no clue where, where, if it will even ever happen. And now you're just burning your clock two, three years. What if nothing happened? There's people out here for five, six years. So just overcoming that idea, mm -hmm. moving here and having to just start and getting to where I'm at. I'm so thankful and blessed, but that was the hardest thing I ever I had to come overcome. It's like, nobody can help you. Nobody cares. There's nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying? Doing it on your own. Yeah. I mean, it's it not like I own. came, my family didn't have money. Um, nobody was So where does your me. drive come from? I mean, to be honest, 
I was doing a career that I didn't even know. Sorry, was- mom and dad. <laughs> this was his moment to actually give you some love and recognition. But I mean, I was going there. That's where I was going. Was my you- mom, I, the, my mom was my drive. <laughs> no, I mean, making people laugh. It's what I love. I've always followed my passion. And even my mom actually did tell me this, you know, you follow your passion and, and you know, money and everything else is just an add on. Is right? your mom funny? No. Is your dad funny? Ah, he thinks he is. Do you have siblings? <laughs> yeah, three they, sisters. They funny? Yeah, they're funny. I mean, they're not they're not as funny as me, but yeah, I guess they're funny. Yeah. Where do people go wrong with trying to be funny? They try too hard. So a lot of times comedy comes from playing it real. So when you go in there and you try to be funny, you try to say a joke, it's not funny. A lot of my videos, you see my videos, I play serious. Mm. Right? I'm just I'm playing it serious. So understanding when you when it's the situation that's funny. It's not you that's funny. So if you don't play the situation right, or if you don't create the situation mm. right, it's not funny. You get what I'm saying? You're saying it's not the actual person that's funny. It's the situation. It's both, but it's it's the person having the awareness to know the situation. Do you feel like you've got better and better over time? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. I mean... You just get my, you get nervous at first because you're like, oh, there's a camera here. There's people watching. You don't know. And yeah. then as you get in, you get more comfortable. You can even get more comfortable and still not be funny. Right. So it's just almost something like I feel like you just have to have, you know, you just have to know. You have to have the awareness to feel a moment, know when to say a joke, when not to say a joke, know how to say it, the delivery of how you say the joke. We can say the same thing and no one will laugh when you say it. And mm-hmm. if I say it a certain way, people will laugh. So it's pretty complex. Yeah. Was yeah. your family supportive of you when... Uh, at first, no, uh, they were, they were, my mom was like, you know, she wanted me to be passionate and said money would come later, but she wanted me passionate about an actual career or actual job. Um, so she didn't even, she doesn't even know what Instagram was. You know, Mm. my mom's like foreign, you know, she's no clue what the hell Instagram was. Now she's like on it. Now she's like the first comment on all my posts. (laughs) She's fighting with fans in the comments. I'm like, yo, you don't respond to these people. But at first she didn't know what the hell Instagram was. She didn't know what YouTube is. She's like, go be a doctor. Um, so when I was doing it, she was upset. She was like, you're wasting your time. You're wasting like, you know, and she knew my sister was paying my rent. She's like, what are you doing? Like, come back home, live with me. And get a job, go to, go to, you know, get a career. I had a college degree. So yeah, they weren't. And then once they saw I was, uh, I I remember I went back to New York. This was like, probably I had like half a million followers at the time. My mom was, I wasn't making any money. So I just had a lot of followers, but what does it mean to her? She doesn't, she's not on the app. And I went uh, home and we went to like, uh, I forgot where we went. I think we went to like CVS or something. And, uh, there was literally like three, there was a school trip going to CVS, like three buses mm. and all these kids came off and they swarmed me. Like mm. I'm talking like maybe like 120 kids with my mom next to me, like freaking out. Like, oh my God, it's Adam W. It's Adam W. Everything is selfie. Uh, and like, even, there was literally like a police officer and they had to like break us, break us up to get to our car and we left. And that's when she was like, oh wow, I guess you're pretty famous. It's pretty cool. And then after that, I started obviously making money and whatnot. And then, you know, kind of explained to her more that this is a career. This is a full-time thing. And then now she's like my biggest supporter. That's That's awesome. awesome. It's always good when your family like turns the corner and then they really are loving what you're doing. And they see it because at first they can't see it. And thank God for that field trip. (laughs) trip Thank God for those kids. So where can everyone find you? 
Where's the oh, best sorry. place to uh, find you? Adam W. Just at, my, at Adam W. On everything. MW at everything. Yeah. And um, is there a certain platform? You're not going to say which platform you love the most because you, it's like picking kids. You know. I mean, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. say this. I would say this. Don't don't keep your, all your eggs in one basket. You should be on every platform. You know, you you optimize your chance of getting the most followers. You know, there's tons of people who come from YouTube to your Instagram, Instagram to your TikTok. So. Yeah, and I know we're going to try to make a video right after this. We're about to make a TikTok. Yeah, I was thinking this was my idea, right? If I played your friend, because you do a lot of these videos, like what would you, how do you start them off? Like when you don't want to get snacks, when you don't, when you don't want to wear a mat, when you can't find a mat, whenever. I was thinking it could be like when your friend has a midlife crisis and suddenly I I decided I no longer want to be a life coach anymore. Uh, after 20 years and we should make you a tiktoker like a full-on tiktok whatever you, know? you think we get you the tiktok haircut like all those do we get you like one of those wigs with the with, with like my hair <laughs> right you're doing the tiktok dances yeah you know so maybe put you in that. a small t-shirt like a crop top like you know those kids they wear the earring with yeah the, with the, with the, with the longer the socks they yeah. wear the longer socks yeah and then they at the end they kind of like smile yeah and then like, what's going on with coach mike and like ah, he's a tiktoker now yeah 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 <laughs> So I, th- I felt like that could be a cool video. It's That's like funny. That's a funny. midlife, like when your friend has a midlife crisis. Yeah, and takes it too far. Yeah, but and we uh, have some props. We got some props. So hey, count me in. So thank you, Adam, for coming by the house, Casa de Bear. Hey, thank you and for having sharing me. Sharing the wisdom and essentially, you know, like the takeaways are that you don't give up on what you want to do. Um, you follow your passion. Uh-huh. You. Uh, get really invested and learn about what it is. I think a lot of people give up after a few times and that's with anything, whether it be public speaking, doing social media, they'll be like, well, that didn't work or people aren't paying me, but really it's, you got to plant a ton of seeds. You got to be fearless. Fearless. You got to take risks and often spend money that you don't even have from time to time just to be able to pull it off because you have a creative vision and that you can have a lot of fucking fun while you do it. So absolutely. Everyone who listened, thanks for tuning in and make sure you click to subscribe and rate and review this podcast. Even if it's a shitty review, it's okay. The Come algorithm on, don't give loves a shit. A not rating. on my episode. Don't give a shitty review. Not, not if you're going to do it, do it to the previous episode or the next the one. People who fall, they're like the nicest people. So uh, until next time, keep it magical. This has been a Stage 29 podcast production. The podcast is executive produced by Patty Chiano, Laferne Cusack, and Stephanie Kaysen. Our audio editors are Jackson Ruff and Jonathan DeMatty. Callie Kelts is the social media producer. And a special thanks to the rest of our podcast crew, Rwani Horinige, William Cusack, Lisa Clark, Katie Brown, and Morgan Kaler. The Always Evolving with Coach Mike Bear podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and is not intended as a replacement or substitution for any professional, medical, financial, legal, or other advice, diagnoses, or treatment. This podcast does not constitute the practice of medicine or any other professional service. The use of any information provided during this podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professionals.